0: Hi everyone, and welcome to Take 10 for Torah number 864. I hope you all are well. Any questions, comments, suggestions, recommendations, or sponsorships, please email me at Rabbi Ismach at take 10 for As always, feel free to share with a friend, uh, leave a review. All are helpful. Thank you. So I wanted to discuss one more Pesach issue. Uh, similar to some of the things we've been discussing over the past couple of weeks. We've talked about chametz and matzah and the halachic elements. We've talked about some of the practical elements of how to prepare and how to, how to you know, get ourselves ready. But we have this line in the Haggadah, which is important. I mentioned it yesterday, the line of Rami Gamliel, that we have to talk about Pesach, Matzah, and Mara. So I want to specifically talk about the Matzah for a moment, because Matzah is a little bit complicated. Matzah itself has a conflict. We discussed, you might want to take a look back, I think it's in the 70s, we discussed the reason for Matzah, how the reason for Matzah is so complicated, being that the reason for Matzah doesn't seem so clear. We know, Ramagamil tells us that we're supposed to remember that the reason for matzah is that we got out so quickly. But of course, we also know that the night before they were eating matzah. The night before, at the first seder, the night we were waiting to leave Egypt, they were eating matzah. They were eating matzah then, so then how could it be dependent on the reason from tomorrow? So take a look at something we uh, we talked about, matzah reasons, I think, in the 70s, uh, if you're interested in that. But I want to focus on a different element of this, the fact that within the seder itself, matzah is presented in two very different ways. Way number one, of course, as Ramagamil does, at the end of the story at the end of the magad where he talks about matzah as being the bread which represents our freedom our very quick freedom this chippazon. whereas in the beginning of the seder we talk about matzah as the bread of affliction and that bread of affliction of course does not hearken to the idea of matzah as bread of freedom, but it's something which is the opposite of the bread of affliction. And so this seems to be a contradiction, which might be okay, right? It might be that there are two themes behind matzah. Part of the matzah is that we remember the slavery and remember the freedom. If you listen to this point of the Seder class, I think there are a lot of conflicts exactly like that, where you have symbols at the Seder that actually draw from both, because we're supposed to remember the slavery and, of course, the freedom. Also, you might say that, listen, the night before, When they're eating matzo, they're eating matzo because then it's about slavery. But the next morning, it transcends... And it changes into something which represents freedom and gets us out of there very quickly. I want to share with you some insight based on the idea of chippazon. The idea of Chipazon, this notion that we got it very quickly. So, first of all, is it a good thing? Is it a bad thing? It sounds like a good thing. There's a Pasak in Yeshayahu that says that when we get to the Gulus, when we get to start to the Gu'ula Ha'acharon, the end redemption, so it says, It's not going to be Bechipazon, meaning it's going to be calm. Cool, collected we won't be in such a rush it sounds like being in such a rush is not necessarily such a positive thing so what's that all about what's that all about as i mentioned as initially should the rambam actually has these three words which he begins his whole Seder with, before halach ma'anya, bivhilu yotsanami we got out quickly from Egypt. What's this all about? Why is there such a significance and an importance placed on this chipazom, this haste? So we said before that it might have what to do with, you know, matzah itself, and the nature of haste versus waste, and uh, sloth, and going slowly, and going quickly, it's the first mitzvah, chodesh We've thematically touched on that before. The Jews get out of Egypt, and the very first thing they're given is a watch, a clock, chodesh z'alachem, start counting time, very first mitzvah is this mitzvah of, of matzah because you have to be very mockbit and careful about time because time is really the most important asset that we have. So that might be why chippozon and haste is such a significant issue. We know the traditional interpretation is that we had to get out hastily because had we not, we would have been stuck there. There's this notion that's brought down in the Zohar, which is quoted by many of the uh, commentaries the Chumash that we were at the Memtes Shari Tuma, the 49th gate of Tumah, and there are only 50 gates, and once there are 50 gates, you can't get out, you're locked in, you can't get out. And so we barely, by the skin of our teeth, got out of Egypt, and the reason we had to go so quickly is because of that. Because had we not gone quickly we theoretically could have, God forbid, been stuck. And so to explain the puzzle in Yeshaya, in the Geula HaAcheron, we sh- hopefully shall not have that problem. We won't need Chippazon. We won't need to be rushed out because we're doing so badly. Hopefully we'll be getting out because we're doing so well. And so that's why the Chippazon might not necessarily be such an important part of redemption, but it might be just an important part of that specific redemption from Egypt. And that's why haste is so important. We remember the haste, we remember the haste in matzah, etc. I wanted to share with you another idea relating to the haste. So the, um, the Sferno talks about the haste and the, the idea that the Jews got out all on one day says a few times on that day we got out and we got out very quickly and there's a similar expression when paro takes yosef out of the pit in order to interpret his dreams, he runs him out, from the language of ruts, to run, he runs him out of the bar, he runs him out of the pit, and he brings him, and he's brought to King Para. What is that all about? Running him from the pit? And so says the Svarno, a very, very fundamental idea. He says, That's how all salvations work. They happen quickly. They happen quickly. And he goes to bring a bunch of examples, they happen quickly. Why do they happen quickly? Why is this so important? He says, very simple, Because without that quickness, without that haste, we do not feel like it's from God, right? We we, we don't. We, we We think it just happened through natural or political or societal means, it just happened. No, we think about the fact that if this had not happened this way, uh, as we say in the haggadah we all would have been mishubadim leparo. The idea of haste is to make evident that it's from God. One might therefore suggest that in the geula ha'achron that Yishai is referring to, things will be so obvious and so apparent because it'll be bayom ha'hu on that day. Hashem echad, Echad, things will be so theologically present and God will be so imminent that we will not need. The idea of haste to show us it's God. But haste shows us the supernatural ability. You know, what's called haste? If you have a war that could take 28 days and instead of taking 28 days, it takes six days, is that fast enough? So look at the six day war. Is it fast enough for people to think, oh, this is a sign from God? Or is it okay, whatever? And they were great tacticians, had great luck. So again, we have this problem that as quick as something is, we have a general tendency to, you know, believe that it's not all about God. And so the haste makes it all the more obvious and all the more apparent. Rev Hirsch says the same deal, uh, says the same thing. He really focuses on this as well. The idea that we are driven and chased out of Egypt and we didn't have time to bake bread, that is the symbol of uh, of God and the stamp of God in the story, we would have all have thought he says that the Yitzhak tribe is no more than a successful uprising by their ancestors, a human event like many others in world history, right? There were six hundred thousand able men. He says they could have gotten, they could have gotten out, they could have liberated themselves. But so this haste is what reveals the nature of the entire liberation. I also want to share another idea of the Sferno as to how it could be that matzah has these dual symbols, right? If it tastes, how is it also Lechemoni? Right? So the, back to our original question, the Sferno says something very interesting. He says, why is it Lechem oni? So there are a bunch of different explanations that are given in the Gemara for this notion of Lechem Oni. One of them is that the, uh, one of the reasons that's given in general is that it's hasty bread because the uni doesn't have a lot of time. You know, the oni scrambling, particularly in Eved, a servant, who is at the beck and call of his taskmaster. They have to go, they have to do, they don't have the luxury to sit around and wait for bread to rise. And so in a very interesting way, this Chippazon, this haste that begins when they are servants, when they are slaves, that actually turns into something very different. It turns into a very different symbol. That exact haste, which made it impossible to eat a nice geschmack, thick loaf of bread, made it impossible for them to also go and uh, and uh, and stick around and stay in Egypt. So that bread, in the same way, through the haste, it really meant both symbols. Um, this is uh, there are a few other interpretations. Some say the first night is about the haste, and the rest of the nights, whenever we eat matzah, it's about remembering the slavery. There are a variety of answers given, but I think that's uh, I think that one's very satisfying. The idea that the night before. We're commanded to eat matzah, and then the very next morning, we're commanded to eat matzah. The the symbols going from night to morning and changing so drastically, one being about the haste of being slaves, and the next morning, that very haste, that same rush, that every day, that stress, which is now turned into something which is so wonderful, shows us how a symbol can change and how our reactions are so uh, dependent on how we interpret them and the, uh, the s- circumstances that surround them. Something to think about.